1: Welcome, everyone, to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. We're in the Super Talk studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. Well, quite the evening once again. I had a little baseball game last night after doing the show yesterday. My little squad is. Three zero and one thus far. Had a little tie last night. Excuse me, last
2: week. I would understand in soccer, but
1: Three. baseball. Yeah, in the in league play, they uh, they will end games in a tie.
2: Like so, that all star game of several years ago. Yeah, sort of. Uh, but one beginning of the end of Bud league <laughs> That's pretty much
1: right. Uh, but we are uh, progressing through the season quite nicely i got a good squad a lot of fun coaching those guys they're they're just baseball people and i like baseball people and uh, they play hard they're very respectful and they're dang good i mean it's fun i got 4d1 guys on my squad <laughs> my high school squad with a roster of 13 that's pretty good and the younger it's, it's all high school, 9 through 12. And the younger kids, they're prospects as well. They'll, I would say that virtually everybody on this team is uh, will play somewhere at the next level. They're good. Uh, also, of course, had to check in with them, make sure that they're taking care of their academics. Oh, yeah. And uh, they indicated that they are. Oh, yeah, coach, I got that. So I quizzed them, but no, I think they're all doing well. I've got uh, Madison Central kids, Germantown kids. I got a West Jones, West Jones catcher. Good. Got a kid from Ethel, Mississippi, and uh, three JA kids. They're just all good. Anyhow, just wanted to do a little shout out for them. Uh, coming up on the program today, Don McVeigh, National Federation of Independent Small Business, Senior State Director. For uh, the for Arkansas, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, she'll give us uh, an update on the job situation and also talk about how businesses can apply for disaster recovery assistance in the wake of uh, Ida and other hurricanes or or, or uh, areas that are declared disasters due to weather, etc. And then uh, Senator Nicole Akins boyd will join us in the studio at 12.05. Senator Boyd, of course, represents Lafayette and Panola counties, and she's the vice chair of the Senate Universities and College Colleges Committee. She's also been participating in hearings the uh, last few days, Senate Insurance Committee. I think they're talking about, perhaps... Uh, addressing telemedicine, telehealth, which uh, is a controversial matter from the perspective of insurance, uh, health insurance, so forth. So, anyhow, I look forward to visiting with uh, Senator Boyd. Here in the studio, by the way, I apologize, I failed to turn the light off. We've got one of them that is blinking. All we need is a mirror ball and some some funk music and sadly
2: <laughs> the camera on the, the supertalk.fm slash watch or supertalk tv or on C Spire tv channel 70 the stream the camera's not picking up our strobe light oh good well then we'll leave it on Yeah, so we don't have the the party effect on there the filter on
1: <laughs> it uh it it does look like a disco i'm telling you all we need is a mirror ball some stacks and bell bottoms and we would be good to go
2: oh somebody cranked it up now it's going faster
1: it is it's just sped up some
2: (laughs) for some reason i'm reminded of the uh the catholic service that was broadcast i want to say it was from italy where the priest was putting it on either instagram or facebook live it was during the the height of the covid where it was just him at the church and he was trying to set it up all all by himself And for some reason, he turned on one of the filters. So every once in a while, it would catch his face giving the sermon and put a a funny face on it or something like that. And the whole time, there were little hearts floating down as part of the filter. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: (laughs) That is awesome. So, you know, we've talked quite a bit and shared numerous, maybe countless, examples of blatant hypocrisy by uh, our elected leaders, not so much here in the state of Mississippi, I think it's fair to say, but certainly across this nation, and in particular uh, in the deep blue states and cities and so forth. Well, so you you know the examples of, of uh, the recently... Uh, the, the governor of California, who recently faced recall and survived that, but uh, he famously went out to the French Laundry a Posh dining establishment up there in the Bay Area, I think in the Napa Valley, if I'm not mistaken, and was seen without his mask and gathered around the table, with others who were maskless, and they were yucking it up on $500-a-plate meals, and I'm sure expensive wine, and just numerous examples, right? Mayor Lori Lightfoot of Chicago getting her hair done during the middle of the shutdowns said that it was important for her to be coiffed because... Well, she's a public official.
2: Pelosi got caught with that, Nancy too. Pelosi, of course, getting her hair done. Which that was even worse. That was opening a salon that yes, was, closed was closed because of COVID measures.
1: <laughs> and there's cameras capturing her darting from the shampoo <laughs> to the cutting chair with her cape on, her hair all wet. Uh, th- there's just millions of examples, right? I can't even think of all of them. The oh, mayor at
2: the of, ball game with the mask around his chin.
1: Yes, the mayor of Denver who said, "Stay home, don't travel" if some weekend and he, he i <laughs> it to the, Florida. Exactly. Gets on a plane, takes off. Well, now we've got the mayor of San Francisco, which has one of the most strict set of guidelines with respect to the COVID, perhaps of any city, right? Have to wear a mask inside, have to be vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And so, her name is London Breed, by the way, the mayor of San Francisco. Well, uh, imagine this. She's out in a nightclub, and she's eating and drinking and carrying on and really gets fired up because of some local band. I never heard of them, but apparently, they're, according to her, they're a big deal. And she's in this establishment and video captures her without her mask along with her buddies there. <laughs> and they stand up, start dancing and carrying on with frolic and fun you know the sort of stuff you do when you're out and about well she got called out on it even by a friendly left-wing media out there in San Francisco here's how she handled that
3: okay so just to be clear um, um, I was sitting at my table and when I don't know about you and whether or not you know who Rafael Sadiq and Dwayne Wiggins are but i don't know about you but if you know who they are i don't care where you're sitting you're going to get up and start dancing my drink was sitting at the table i got up and started dancing because i was feeling the spirit and i wasn't thinking about a mask i was thinking about having a good time and in the process i was following the health orders not to mention the chronicle reporter who walked up to me had no mask in sight When I took a picture, as I do in any case or do an interview, yes, I take my mask off when I want to take a picture. I don't need to. I'm vaccinated. I don't need to wear a mask and take a picture every single time. I don't want to. But at the same time, I'm being careful to not only protect myself and to protect other people. This is nitpicking.
1: Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You're a hypocrite, woman. We
2: got like how more. she was trying to name drop the members of Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs>
1: Who the hell are those people? Are they big they were, artists? They were
2: a okay. big deal at one point. They uh-huh. had a hit. My bad. Okay.
1: We'll come right back. We got more to discuss. Stay with us on Midday's.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 70% chance of rain, low around 64. Your Wednesday, sunny skies and cooler, high near 78. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 55. And Thursday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high to 77. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. Gulf Seafood Outlet. 5-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407.
1: We believe you can't put a price on love.
4: That's why we built
5: a better way to buy a diamond. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the selection of diamonds, Diamond engagement rings and wedding bands
1: you'll find in average jewelry stores.
5: Beautiful, affordable engagement rings she'll love, complete with your center diamond starting at less than $1,000. Case
0: after case of gorgeous rings, all priced $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 and up.
5: And with Junikers Flexible Financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little
0: as $84 a month with approved credit. We have an engagement ring for every couple. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. It doesn't matter who you are, what your budget
1: is, or where you are in life. If you're in love, we have a diamond engagement ring
6: for you.
7: Junica Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and
8: junikerjewelry.com.
10: Football season is here, and Jersey Mike's in Madison would like to celebrate with you. From hand-sliced cold cuts to mouth-watering cheesesteaks made to order with gluten-free and veggie options, too. Stop in and see why we are a sub above the rest. To celebrate the season, we invite all Madison Central Jag students to come by our Madison store on Highway 51 and receive 15% off on Mondays and Tuesdays from 5 to 7 p.m. Choose the winning team with Jersey Mike's in Madison.
11: Hello, here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Now back to middays with Gerard here on Super
0: Talk Mississippi.
1: everyone. Middays on the air. Somebody said it's picture, not pitcher. Did I mispronounce that somewhere? Oh, I see. The lady whose interview y'all played was saying she pulls her mask off to take pictures. <laughs> Talking about the mayor. I didn't think I said that word. That's what I was wondering. Uh, yeah. Uh, she, <laughs> it, I don't even know what to say. This is so dang frustrating because she goes on, of course, to say that we don't need the fun police to come in and micromanage and tell us what we should or shouldn't be doing. Really? The fun police? Lady, you're the one that ordered the fun police to cancel the fun. Who the hell is she talking to? Look in the mirror. You're the fun police. This is what aggravates people in this country. It aggravates me, if you can't tell. Don't lecture me. Don't order me. And then go flout your own rules. Well, I just got caught up in the moment. I was having fun. And in that, we can't play the whole video. It's pretty long. She says, you know, I don't want to... Eat and drink and take my mask off and on and back and forth and rotate. Really? That's what you told everybody else to do. You recall last week we shared the story of Harvard, where they've got this long statement about how to interact with others when you're eating and wearing a mask. And she also went on to say, well, I'm vaccinated. And everybody I was with was vaccinated. Actually, I agree with that. But here's the problem. The president, who belongs to the same party you do, and the CDC, which is a part of his administration, has told us all to mask up, even if we're vaccinated. And he runs around, even outside, does the president with that mask on. I think he was seen riding a bicycle this weekend out at Redondo Beach. Rehoboth Beach. Excuse me. Rehoboth, Delaware. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Redondo is somewhere else. That may be in California. My bad. Nonetheless.
2: Yes, Redondo Beach is in California.
1: Right. Rehoboth in Delaware. And that's where he went vacationing While there's all hell breaking loose around the country and the world, and you know there's video floating around, the guy will not take any questions. You cannot be the president and even be out on the beach riding a bicycle. Of course the media know where you are. They should.
2: And they're in following you. Pool that follows them. Yeah.
1: Yeah It's, humo- it's their job. That is the- they got one job. Follow that person, whomever that occupant is, and report their every move. That's the way it's supposed to work in this country. The problem is, they're all shills. They won't. But you can detect they're getting a little incensed with this guy, even Saki got questioned yesterday, I think by some CNN reporters. Why won't he take any questions? And she spun that, oh, he's taking questions? We could play Rhino a montage for the whole show of all the situations where he has absolutely just scoffed at the questions, just walks off the stage. In this case, he's on his bike.
2: Which, under the previous administration, was headline news. Yeah. President Trump turns away, refuses to answer questions. Yeah, because the question was shouted at him after reality said no more questions.
1: <laughs> and How many times, again, I, I, I like to think we call balls and strikes here. And with respect to Trump, regardless of what you think about him, every dang time that I can remember, he ever walked from the White House to Marine
2: One, the helicopter there on the White House lawn. He would stop well that was a bit of a power move. Because if if you're unfamiliar with the way the, the news works, they need good clean video with good clean audio to be able to use it the way they want to. And instead of going and standing behind a podium in a nice soundproof room where the microphone's gonna send them direct audio, he would meet with a hostile media out there while the helicopter rotors are going. So all they hear is helicopter wash. So he's getting the information out there. If they still want to do their jobs and actually report on it, they can. But they can't just get free audio and video from him for it. (laughs) That was a power move on his part. Uh, It's smart
1: politics, honestly. But the point is, he stopped often... His handlers. Yeah, you he still could answered see. the questions, yeah. even, even when they didn't want him to. That's exactly right. You could see them getting antsy in the background. Oh, we, we got to go, Miss Red. You could just tell they were trying to pull him away. This guy, they, they pull him away to make sure he doesn't answer any questions. In that case, it was to pull him away. We got to get on this Marine one because we got a schedule and flights and all that sort of other stuff. And he just so you have to be respectful of that. He, you want a leader who wants to talk to the people. And that is primarily done in a press setting. That's where it occurs. That is the way it works in this country. The difference now is that we got 724 video, right? Which is great because that means you should be more accessible and you can get your message out. Why doesn't he want to get his message out? Why doesn't he want to respond to questions, I don't care if they're thorny, which most of them are friendly, but you can tell they're getting a little bit ticked here. They don't like what they see. But you know what I think? I think it's because they know... if The you know, water they're having to tote stinks. That's exactly right. And they know that that doesn't bode well for them in forthcoming elections. He's failing on every front. So, by the way, that mayor out there, London Breed, she says, <laughs> I, can't, I don't know if I can get through this without laughing. I'm going to do my best. My drink was sitting at the table. I got up and started dancing because I was feeling the spirit, and I wasn't thinking about a mask. You don't say. You freaking hypocrite. Is anybody else just mad about that? She called the whole controversy overblown. No, I'm not going to sip and put my mask on. Sip and put my mask on. Eat and put my mask on. While I'm eating and drinking, I'm going to keep my mask off. That's not what you're telling everybody else. Oh, my gosh. This rules for thee and not for me, stuff. You obviously can tell it gets me fired up. (laughs) But I do think that my sentiment here this morning about this, I think that that reflects the attitude of a large swath of Americans. I really do. Even those on the left, because there are some reports in the San Francisco Chronicle, which is as left-wing as you can get, where a couple of folks say, you know, I'm a Democrat and I voted for her, but this really kind of stinks. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. But even they, even they are starting to wake up and see this ain't the way stuff's supposed to work. It's just not. Now, my personal view is, on the one hand, if you're encouraging us to get vaccinated and you're saying that is the path forward, And she even says something about that. Hey, live your life. Have fun. I'm with you. One of the best things I believe they can do is take the mask off, which means live your life as pre-pandemic, in a pre-pandemic fashion, and say, hey, it's because I'm vaccinated. I just think that would go a long, long way. And I, I don't see that happening at
2: this point. Uh, That's what the majority of signs I see on doors say. Yeah. We ask if you're unvaccinated to please mask, but if you're not vaccinated, don't worry about it.
1: Uh, One of the grocery stores that that I frequent went there yesterday. It said, encourage, we strongly encourage masks for the unvaccinated. uh, One of the suites up there at Ole Miss that, you know, it's a long haul and south end zone there and I have to pass by one to get to mine. It had a big pre-printed sign on that one that said, No entry unless you're vaccinated. That's private suite. They can do whatever they want.
2: This is Tony, 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 by the way.
1: Oh, okay. I got you. And the name of the tune is? Feels, Feels Good. Good. There you go. That's what the mayor was doing. She says, I felt good. I had to get up and start dancing. Wasn't thinking about my mask. <laughs> we'll take a break right here. Don't forget Don McVeigh. At 11.05 with NFIB and Senator Nicole Akin's board at 12.05. And we got a giveaway today. Stay with us. Middays will return.
12: Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects.
8: We have all kinds of stuff.
12: Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone.
6: That's right, Zeta.
12: I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery. The largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com.
13: Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse.
10: You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the savings we're offering on every new and pre-owned monster in stock. Get zero percent financing for 36 months on all new monsters. That's zero percent on every new monster in stock. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new monster purchase. No false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Our team of credit specialists are here to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. So come in today, because we're blitzing the competition and saving you big. At Monster Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our own new CWR facility is located at 5397 955 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991 2222 today. monster The group also See you for details.
12: Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men and a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need: a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience, Monday through Saturday
5: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Last August, the Safeguarding America's First Responders Act of 2020 was signed into law by President Trump after being approved by Congress. It allows family members of first responders who died after contracting COVID-19 to receive a federal death benefit. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tyndall explains why Mississippi cannot extend first responder death benefits to include COVID-19-related deaths.
6: The problem that I've seen with the law, is that it does not reference the new act and that's something that I felt the Mississippi legislature need to take up and consider. Tyndall said the state would have to make a presumption that the COVID death was in the line of duty. It takes the burden off the Department of Public Safety to have to determine, well, did they get it at work? did they get it picking up their kids at school? Do they you know get it at the grocery store? So when you have that presumption, it gives us the ability under the law to go ahead and pay those. Mississippi
5: law allows for a $100,000 line of duty death benefit.
0: Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert, here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Everyone, middays. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. So, all right. So a little bit about the hypocrisy there with respect to the COVID stuff coming from the San Francisco mayor. She was just having fun. She forgot her mask in the heat of the fun moment there. She tried to. She really tried to deflect it in her. It's a a five or six minute interview there where she says, What is some of San Francisco's greatest artists? That's that's the, the key takeaway here. This is nitpicking when you're talking about COVID in my masks. This is about San Francisco's musical talent. I'm serious. That's
2: what she said. So if anybody gets in trouble for masking in San Francisco, they should just go, this is nitpicking. <laughs> I'm enjoying the finest of whatever you're doing in San Francisco. <laughs> what about the designer,
1: the fashionista, who designed the now infamous AOC tax-to-rich a.k.a. Chick-fil-A dress, (laughs) she's 37. And her name is Aurora James. She referred to the dress which she designed as a powerful message. However, she, too, doesn't practice what she designs (laughs) on the back of a dress. She's a tax cheat. She is a tax evader. She is committing felony, a tax felony. You see, her company has racked up three open tax warrants in New York State for failing to withhold income taxes from employees' paychecks. And the company... (laughs) Is placed. Uh, excuse me. The Internal Revenue Service has also placed six federal liens, totaling hundred and three thousand dollars, specifically related to the company's failure to remit employee payroll taxes. In other words, they stole the payroll taxes they withheld. And. It was explained, you know, just because you take it out of their pay doesn't mean you send it to the IRS. You're right. You're just committing. You're breaking the law when you're doing so. You're stealing. She has outstanding property taxes on a home. Uh, She received $41,000 in pandemic relief. All sorts of other challenges, to. She's had a, a habit of withholding from employees and not remitting, apparently, going back to like 2019. And she also didn't report workers' comp withholding. She didn't remit that to the Workers' Compensation Board in New York. Oh, some $62,000 there and was fined seventeen grand in 19 for violations there. An employee actually spoke up, said, I experienced a lot of harassment when I worked for her. What? You're supposed to be empathetic. You care more than we on the right. Isn't that right? Allegedly. Allegedly. But that's what they tell us. They pound it in our heads all the time. You're just uncaring and selfish, greedy. We care, except not according to at least this one employee. Now, you could always say this is just an employee with an axe to grind. Of course, that's Disgruntled. But the fact that she's got all these outstanding warrants and debts and failures to remit taxes... I'm betting that ain't the case. This is a person, this is this is my take on it. This is a person that desperately wants to be relevant and rub el- elbows with the truly wealthy and can't achieve that status legitimately and honestly because the market doesn't reward her. That's how it works. And so she just says, Oh, I'll just borrow a little bit here and a little bit there and I'll pay it sometime. But in the meantime, look at me. I'm going to the Met and I'm, I'm hobnobbing with the rich and famous. She also stayed beyond the lease of her, uh, her apartment in, in Brooklyn. I mean, it's just a long list of infractions. This person is a fraud. More importantly, they're a crook. A thief. I don't know how else to put it. Yet, you design this dress with this message? The rich people who truly did produce societal value of the 734 billionaires in this country i wonder how many have committed similar infractions aren't paying their rent run companies that aren't remitting payroll taxes you know it'd be front page news if especially if they were one of the big dogs that, yeah. that is in all the headlines right that they constantly attack and target You know we'd know. That stuff in institutional companies, that sort of processing, those remittances, those are so automatic, and the integration between those companies and the various third parties uh, from a sales tax perspective, income tax, uh, even property taxes to a great extent certainly payroll taxes that's just automatic jeff bezos is not in the in the offices of his army of people who administer all that stuff saying oh by the way don't remit those payroll taxes i mean he's got a million employees this is so hypocritical this drives me nuts i tell you something else that is why we're on the subject of blatant hypocrisy yesterday the president you know joe biden <laughs> this statement drives me bonkers he posts on his facebook well somebody on his behalf that guy i don't think could turn on a computer honestly and it's a it's a graphic that says a firefighter shouldn't pay a higher tax rate than an oil company. And his his message above that says, it's time we reward work in this country, not just wealth.
2: Well... Sounds like he's a proponent of the flat tax.
1: Yeah. Never see that.
2: I didn't know Biden was such a big fan of libertarianism.
1: (laughs) Well, the thing about a firefighter... Look, you know, I want everybody to pay less taxes. And I, I personally think the corporate tax rate ought to be zero. That's my opinion. I Certainly think, not higher than it is in China. Which is what would happen if this bill passes. Correct. But this is inaccurate. If I looked it up, the average firefighter in this country... Average now, the median income, it's about 48 k Now, we could, we could debate all day long whether or not that's the right number. That's across the country, by the way. I suspect that's higher than it is, and I don't know this for, fi- for a fact. I haven't researched it for Mississippi, but across the country. Well, based on the Trump tax cuts, 48 k let's just say it's a family of four. That's the model I used. You look at all the credits, the current tax brackets, etc. That household is going to receive money back. I mean, I don't mean uh, in terms of a refund. I mean, they're actually going to be negative, negative tax liability. I did it. On the other hand, it is true that oil companies, they pay a relatively, looking at the top oil companies, low corporate income tax. I'll explain that when we come back. But it's more than a firefighter. This is just a lie. It's a dumb thing to do that just gins up uh division. division. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll come right back.
19: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
14: This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, Summer cotton was up 44 to 89.46. March cotton was up 36 to 88.75. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were down 1.5 to 1261 per bushel. January soybeans were down one and three quarters to twelve seventy per bushel. December corn was down seven cents to five fourteen and three quarters per bushel. March corn was down six and three quarters to five twenty-three per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up twenty-seven to one twenty-eight thirty-five. February live cattle was up thirty-two to one thirty-one eighty-seven. November feeders up 42 to 157.05. January feeders up 50 to 157.77. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 77 points, 34,047. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network.
11: Compromise is nice if you're at the playground or scouring yard sales. But farmers know better that middle grounds have no winner. That's why there's ReviTech fungicide, fast-acting and long-lasting preventative and curative, disease control and stress reduction. So leave the settling to little Tommy at the seesaw, an old bargain bill, and take your full prize in yields with Revitek Fungicide for uncompromised performance. Always read and follow label directions. Protect your post-harvest grains and your bottom line from profit-robbing insects. For pennies per bushel, a tank mix of Diacon, IGR+, and PBO8 Synergist gives you the long-term control of an Insect growth regulator and the knockdown power of a broad spectrum insecticide with enhanced efficiency. Help protect your grain with Diacon IGR Plus and PBO 8 Synergist from Central Life Sciences. For more information, contact your local dealer or visit Bug Free Grains.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk, Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Super taught Mississippi, a little simple minds. That's on the all hit request line.
2: I don't think I've ever heard the B side on that. A brass band and African chimes.
1: <laughs> no, nor have I. <laughs> that uh, that's one of those videos from the the truly the true era of music video. They're actually playing music, and there's a video, and the video's like, makes no sense. There's
2: no, <laughs> no, no. That's plot. the one with the, the dark room, yes. the rocking horse, yes. and there's a chandelier in there for some and reason. The camera's just always panning around, and yeah. Looks like a warehouse or something.
1: Exactly. It's good, though. It's a good tune. Great. I just like the drums, you know, an old drummer, and really, really cool drums there. So, Yes. This, as Reino, uh said in the last segment, this class warfare, which is that's Marxism 101, divide. Divide on the basis of economics, but of course now we've extended that, that approach, that methodology to lots of other areas in our society in this country, race and Gender, and I can't even think of all the different things that we try to divide on. The intersectionality
2: checkboxes. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, but the old reliable class warfare.
2: Points of privilege mean something totally different nowadays. <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the mayor of San Fran is privileged. <laughs> Was exercise. Now... This is an African-American lady who I guarantee you buys into the idea of white privilege. You think so? Oh, yeah. She's got a D by her name. They have to. You've got to walk the plank. Anyhow, back to the oil companies. So, uh, I get it. You know, folks, so, these guys make all this money. It turns out that the top, I think top five Uh, Oil companies, they paid an effective tax rate of 11.3%. Now, that's because, by the way, they deferred much of their income tax. There are some provisions that allow them to do such. And, And so it doesn't mean they're not going to pay those taxes. It just means that they're... Putting them off, if you will, delaying the payment. But there's also something called a depletion allowance, and that really, it's an accrual accounting technique, if you will, that has to do with allocating, <coughs> pardon me, costs. And it applies to not just oil, but timber and minerals and other natural resources. And it's it's kind of the equivalent. To depreciation or amortization, when you're dealing with, in the case of depreciation, you're dealing with uh, fixed assets, capital equipment, and so forth, and amortization, which may apply to investments or <coughs> um, investments in in uh, R and D or debt or anything like that. Anyhow, so it. This is what gets complicated about, well, they just need to pay this percent of their income. Well, okay, how do you compute income? And at the heart of all this tax discussion and tax controversy is how is income computed? And it's complex. It's complex accounting. And there's no consensus on how that should be done. So when the president said a couple of weeks ago, well, they're, what, uh... 55 companies, large corporations, whose total aggregate net income amounted to $40 billion, which isn't a lot. That's, what, $1.2 per company, billion? And they paid no federal income tax. A couple of days' worth of federal spending. Yeah. It, in uh, I don't even think it's a couple of days anymore. So if you tax it, you get $10 billion out of it.
2: That's less than a day of federal spending.
1: I think it's a couple of hours, if I'm not mistaken. And, and it's all about, yeah, let's go suck it to those corporations who pay. And it's the reason they didn't has to do with accounting. And so, what then happens is, you get all these bureauc- bureaucrats up there in Washington codifying and writing rules and regulations on how to compute income. That's where it gets complicated. We'll talk about that a little bit more I think it's worth trying to dig into that a little bit. We've got uh, Super Talk News Fox News coming your way at being the top of the hour Don McVeigh with the NFIB joins us after that Stay with us Don't want me to drive, no more.
0: To WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroni'streepros.com. Fox
15: News, I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden warns the world stands at an inflection point. The
14: dawning of what must be a
0: decisive decade for our world. A decade that will quite literally determine our futures
15: laying out threats like climate change and the pandemic.
13: In his first speech before the United Nations General Assembly, President Biden saying that the U.S. remains committed to pursuing new rules of global trade and that our country is ready to retake a seat at the UN Human Rights Council next year, which the U.S. quit under former President Donald Trump. Fox's Jeff Manasso and new data out from
15: Johnson & Johnson trials shows a booster shot of its COVID-19 vaccine provides 94% protection and- and raises immunity even more, the company says it'll submit all the data to the FDA. America's listening to Fox News.
12: Visit 2 com for a free, no obligation estimate.
5: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi gaming revenues for August were strong, according to Jay McDaniel, the new executive director of the State Gaming Commission.
9: Even with the casinos closed for two days for the hurricane, they did over uh, 200 million statewide, which is a good monthly number. And then uh, the coast did 124 million in August, which is their best August in history.
5: McDaniel said statewide, we're currently around $1.8 billion in revenue and a shooting suspect who was killed following the shooting death of a woman last week in yazoo city reportedly robbed a bank the day before the murder wlbt reports that timothy grayson walked into regent's bank with a gun handed the teller a note demanding ten thousand dollars and stated i'm not suicidal i'm homicidal The following day, he asked Katrina Simpson for a ride, then held her hostage. She was later killed. An officer was allegedly involved in the shooting death of Grayson, so the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation is looking into the case. I'm Andy Davis.
7: Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact
6: the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us.
7: Hey
14: there, what are you doing today? Would whatever it is be easier with faster, more reliable home internet? If you said yes, we have good news. Viasat offers high-speed satellite internet wherever you live, even if cable providers don't go there. So you can get online today and tomorrow. Go to Viasat.com internet now and save up to $150 on select home plans. That's V-I-A-S-A-T dot com internet now. Minimum 24-month service term. Service is not available in all areas. See Viasat.com for additional terms and conditions. County
5: authorities have arrested an 18-year-old suspected of being part of a drive-by shooting earlier this month at Southwest Mississippi Community College. A search warrant was issued at the home of Brian B.J. Cameron, where detectives found a firearm believed to be one of the weapons used in the crime and 44 grams of marijuana. And while several movies are being filmed in Mississippi, Sam Haskell with Magnolia Hill Productions says Georgia actually provides better incentives than Mississippi.
4: I just really want to put as much money as I can on the
11: screen. and We get so much more bang for the buck in Georgia than we would in Mississippi. I mean, nothing would please me more than to shoot something in, in Jackson or Madison or Oxford. I mean,
6: Mississippi is a beautiful state, and I would love nothing more than to do that. But it's, it's all about money.
5: Haskell, a Mississippi native, recently won an Emmy for Best Television Movie of the Year for Christmas on the Square, which aired on Netflix. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
14: Hello, I'm Will Noble from Ward, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
1: Back everyone, hour two of midday's super top Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Joining us now, Don McVeigh with the National Federation of Independent Small Business. Hey, Don, how are you today?
22: Doing great. How are you guys?
1: Doing fantastic. Uh, appreciate you joining us today. Wanted to get kind of an update on uh, what you're hearing from your members as far as getting folks back to work let's start with that how's that going
22: well the situation has improved but uh certainly still a struggle uh on average about half of our members are still telling us they can't can't quite find qualified work workers and you know, that's still at a historical high. You know, usually it runs about 20% of our members telling us they have trouble finding qualified workers. And uh, right now it's still ranging around 50%. So that's, that's tough. Um, Mississippi unemployment rate for August, I think was around 6%. Um, Alabama and Arkansas are outpacing us. You know, they've got a, a low rate of around 3%. So I don't know, they're doing something better than we are. Um, but we do need to get people back to work because that—that if we got people working, we've got we've got businesses running at full steam, and that's a uh, positive for the economy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it, are you so you you noted the difference here in Mississippi because I believe you represent Arkansas, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Oklahoma. Is that right? Do you cover that?
22: I, yeah, a I, I lobby in Mississippi in Louisiana, <laughs> okay, and Louisiana. Okay, that's I what I see. Thought. Those other guys. So yeah, gotcha. I've got a, I've got a interesting bird's eye view of what's going on around here. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: So, uh, say that again. So in Mississippi, our unemployment rate is slightly higher, uh, maybe more than slightly. Slightly higher. Yeah, than the others. But I, I believe yeah. that was the case even pre-pandemic. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to report that I think we were near the Near the bottom, uh, in terms of employment, yep. the top in terms of unemployment, even prior, we were certainly ahead of the national average as as uh, for comparison purposes. And that's always been disturbing to me. And how do what is the cause of that in your research and from your organization's perspective? Why is it that we in Mississippi, have a more difficult time in, in achieving a, a higher uh, labor participation rate and lower unemployment what's the deal there
22: Well. Well, we have it. In, it's similar too in, in Louisiana. Yeah. I think it ranges right around 6.2 percent. Right. And again, that you're right; those are pre-COVID type numbers, and so they are getting back. But you know, I think there's a lot of factors that go in to unemployment. You know, we had hoped that turning off the federal benefits early would, you know, get folks back into the workforce, and I think it did have a positive impact. Um, then, of course, you had hurricanes come along, which impact everything. Uh, there, there's just a lot of factors and there's childcare, school, you know, so there are I don't know that there's one thing that you can really point to uh, for why small business owners struggle with getting folks back participating. But like I said, we do know things have improved. So that's that's the good news of it.
1: And even though I know that you represent and lobby for small business, it ain't just small businesses that are having this problem. We, we heard last week we had Stephen Moore on the program. He had just had a discussion with Fred Smith, of course, founder, uh, CEO of FedEx, said they're looking for 25,000 people. 25,000.
22: It's everywhere. Yeah it's crazy and what's crazy about it is that you have to wonder you know why because what we're seeing is people are paying higher wages people are being able uh, employers are being able to be competitive with the benefits they're offering again where they weren't for several years especially as it related to health care yeah. you know after the uh after the uh the ACA passed so you, you, there's a lot of factors that have improved in in a lot of respects you know the PPP program last year put that put a lot of employers in a position to be able to be competitive and pay more and and do some things. And so you wonder why um, why why no one can really find uh, workers. But uh, I think it's a bigger systemic issue that I don't know that we can solve on this on this show today. Yeah,
1: well I I agree. So it what um, what action you, you mentioned some of that your your members obviously have increased wages. And they are offering more competitive benefits. I know several have have announced uh, and published that they offer signing bonuses and all sorts of other incentives. I've even heard folks talk about you know giving trips as a as an incentive. So yeah, you they're getting creative.
22: Small business owners always have to get sure. creative, right? We, sure. I know we've talked with y'all before about the fact that you know they have to bob and weave and you know and do do what they have to do to stay alive. And so uh, you're you're seeing a lot of that, yeah. Being creative, trying to offer you know show up to work bonuses, not just signing bonuses. Like if you actually come in and do the work yeah. that you know you were hired to do, uh, we have a lot of restaurateurs telling us that you know, getting these folks to come in and actually work has been a real challenge. So you've got restaurateurs who had gotten to where they had a you know, a team in place, a management team in place. They weren't necessarily in their restaurant cooking or working and, you know, helping around. They were working on their business model. Well, that's all reversed now, yeah. you know. So they're back in the kitchens cooking. They're back uh, helping, helping around the restaurant because they don't have enough staff to do it there.
1: Our guest is Don McVeigh with the National Federation of Independent Small Business. Don, does your organization have a position with respect to this gigantic budget bill that uh, the Democrats are trying to push through up in Washington? Do you have an official position on that? And if so, can you share that with us?
22: Yeah, we don't like it. <laughs> um, as you, I think, I think y'all were talking a little bit of, before about it. We, um, you know, there's a lot of tax increases in that bill that are very um, upsetting. The more and more we look at it, the more and more we see that it's just not good for small business. Uh, we've there's been so many things that have been put into place over the years, uh, especially after the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, that really helped small business. Really got the economy going to where it was pre-COVID. Yeah. Uh, if, if anybody can remember what that was like, what 20 months ago, you know, we things were doing really well. Uh, workforce was much better than it was is now. Uh, expansion was at all time high. Folks were spending and growing and. And creating jobs. And um, obviously, that has stopped in a lot of respects because of COVID. But uh, the bill itself goes on uh, a tear of just taking away. Things like the small business deduction,
18: right.
22: one that's a huge tool for a small business owner yep. to uh, utilize in their taxes, um, increases the effective top capital gains rate, um, raises the income tax on individually owned and family owned businesses two and a half percent, I believe. Uh, you know, raising the corporate rate that affects our members as well. It goes from twenty one percent to twenty six and a half percent, and uh, you know. Another thing that's a little known in this in this bill that we just really don't like is it creates a mandate for small business owners with five or more employees to provide an auto enrollment retirement plan. Yeah. So it's that that equals automatic payroll deduction. I mean, people need to understand what is in this bill and how just how bad it is for small business owners.
1: And the pro it also
22: creates a new federal. Oh yeah, I mean. And don't even get me started on that, right? <laughs> the you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Louisiana right to work state Mississippi. Mississippi I too, mean, we've, yeah. you know, you have to be able to you have to be able to do these things and and hire and fire and and do and get your get your business moving. If we are going to start uh, protecting, you know, the right to organize, you're going to have huge lawsuits. You're going to have huge. Problems for small business owners, and the the pro act itself creates penalties and yeah. um, and on small business owners that they they wouldn't even begin to know how to comply with out, out the gate. The compliance factor with that bill alone is, is a nightmare.
1: Well, I'm not surprised to hear your position in opposition, and I, and I'm glad to hear that. But uh, we got a minute or so left. Yeah. Wanted to ask you about how small businesses can apply for disaster recovery assistance especially after ida and these uh, natural disasters uh quickly we got about a minute don how do they do that
22: yeah be sure they go to fema i mean they need to get registered if they had damage they need to get that registered get the t- get get on the rolls there also, you know, call your business insurance broker. Get in touch with them. Talk to them about, you know, what type of loss you had. Also, what type of um, interruption you had. You yeah. know, the, from the business interruption perspective. Gotcha. Because that's a huge factor. I mean, without being out, without power, being without roof.
1: Yep. Can't, can't make do your business doing that. Right? Yeah. Appreciate it, Don. Thanks so much for joining us, yep. and we'll we'll talk soon. Thank y'all. We'll take a break. We'll be right back on Midday. Stay with us.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 70% chance of rain, low around 64. Your Wednesday, sunny skies and cooler, high near 78. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 55. And Thursday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high to 77. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
8: If you're a stickler about your ride or your car looking just right, then why don't you take better care of yourself? Man Up MD is a concierge medical clinic, tailor-made for men of all ages. We offer convenient same-day appointments with personalized primary care and treatment plans designed for you to reclaim your energy and performance. Man Up MD can have you tuned up and ready for rocking down the highway. Check us out online at menshealthms.com.
11: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State, every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On
0: Super Talk Mississippi. (laughs) Let's go.
1: the great Joe Walsh. He was, uh, of course, a guitarist with the Eagles and uh, also had a solo career. Quite the guitarist, too. And a very unique uh, voice. Very unique vocalist. You know, speaking of this hypocrisy deal, uh, we have got to also mention the Emmys. Right? Right? Even old Seth Rogan. He took him to task. He uh, he ripped them. He mocked the award show. He referred to it, the, the venue there, the setting as a hermetically sealed tent. <laughs> he said, let me start by saying there's way too many of us in this little room. What are we doing? they said this would be outdoors it's not they lied to us and it's true and of course all these people you know they fully support government control government mandates for all these rules and restrictions yet it didn't appear to me that a single one of those protocols was being adhered to
2: well you gotta remember for a lot of these people that are rich enough to exist in the Hollywood culture yeah, they look at a parking ticket as the price it costs to park where you want. That's, tr- that's very true.
1: <laughs> that's very true. See, I-, I describe that as greed. It's not about how much money you have or make or pursue. I don't consider that to be greedy provided you are doing it by producing societal value. But when you just park anywhere you want such that it might cause some sort of problem for let's say emergency responders when somebody else needs assistance and attention, that is greed. That's what I consider greed. Parking on the flip the side of space. that,
2: there, there is a whole bunch of shot in Frodo when you see a fancy car with its windows broken out and a fire hose run through it because they parked in front of a hydrant.
1: <laughs> <That> it's true. <laughs> I can dig on that. Now, also with respect to the Emmys, we cannot discuss does anybody even watch that crap anymore? I mean, those ratings of those shows are way down. Nobody cares. But Of course, with respect to the Emmys, the Rolling Stone, certainly no conservative stalwart publication, they're all bummed out because diversity at an awards show, once again, was largely for optics. They're not happy about the awards. They say the lack of representation in the winner's pool didn't go unnoticed, In other words, we should just, once again, issue awards, such as the Emmys, for artistic performance, that shouldn't be based on the quality of the performance. It should be based, of course, on race! It's unbelievable how everything that is measured now... That is at the heart of it. That is embedded in it. it has to be. It, and so it becomes just... It dilutes it. It becomes tokenism. It Honestly, it's bigotry. It's bias. Well, they really didn't have a better performance. They really didn't meet the standards, the criteria, the qualifications, whatever. The metrics, the rubrics, but... We just have to do it in the name of diversity. This is how we're going to lose our status on the world stage, because they ain't doing that in China. And while we presently still have the distinction of the world's largest economy China's catching up fast, and I suspect within the next five to seven years they're going to pass us in terms of GDP. they are only about $3 trillion behind us. It ain't going to be hard. And maybe that's because we're so dang focused on all this political correct woke crap. And I've been reading some in Harvard Business Review about the great resignation. Nobody wants to work anymore. Where, I mean, it's like, well, it's just too stressful, and it it impedes on my my quality pleasure time and all that crap. And what?
2: Get out and do something. Which that wasn't even a concept 150 years ago. Uh, I'm not even sure it was a concept 30 years ago. Not certainly not to the degree it
1: is today, where folks that are it's one of for, the
2: undertaught things about the Industrial Revolution is all of the changes put in place during the Industrial Revolution brought about a growth of the middle class and an introduction of leisure time to those that weren't ridiculously wealthy.
1: Absolutely totally true. That is very much true. And there's a move afoot to convert to a four day work week. So you have three days off. You know, in France, I believe you either get fined or there there are some consequences for working your business email after hours.
2: Well, remember, this is the same country that every 10 years or so, they just lop off a decimal point to handle inflation. (laughs) That's exactly right. (sighs) We're going backwards.
1: Now, here on the C Spire text line... Uh, there is a question says the thing that confuses me. This is Bo in Indianola, by the way. If these Democrats are so against, uh, and these uh, and, excuse me, go after a corporation. Why do corporations push so push so hard to keep Democrats in office? That's the question that Bo asks. And you know, it's it is a good question, Bo. And my belief there is, I, I scratch my head about that stuff as well. I think there's an there's kind of a public display and then there's a out of the public eye sentiment and i i do think that across the board corporations oppose raising the corporate income tax i mean there're too many of them that have come out against it even folks that are left leaning right the, and they've they've warned it's kind of how they couch it rather than just saying, hey, I oppose that. They come out and they warn, okay, well, this is what that means,
2: in terms of jobs, in terms of R&D, in terms of innovation. And It's really what corporate virtue signaling is. It's just an end around for marketing. I think that's right. It's a way they can cover their rear with their woke insurance, like you say. But it's also a way to spread their name out there with whatever statement they've put out or whatever video they've put together or whatever they've done to virtue signal. All the people that buy into that, spread it around. It's yeah. word of mouth. You can't pay for that. Very true. The the,
1: the name ID, the notoriety, there's value in that. But they, they're sort of closet capitalists, if you will. They... Uh, But, you know, on the outside, now, I also think that to a great extent, this question came up, you remember, during the Trump campaign of 16, well, he used to be a Democrat, he contributed Democrat candidates, right? And the question is, well, you sort of cover all your bases, unfortunately, in an effort to curry favor, just in case they get elected. Well, I don't agree with them and their policies. But if they get elected, I want to make sure they remember me and they take care of me. That's exactly what happens. That's no secret. That's the way that garbage works.
2: So But also, if you compare the Democrat platform of the 80s and 90s to the Democrat platform now, you, you're not going to see a whole lot of crossover yeah, or overlap. Yeah, that's very true.
1: Yeah, it's gone full lefty. I mean, it's just beyond lefty. So, I don't know. It's a good question, though. Uh, Bo, or if you want to, if you want to work, you have government agencies ringing your bell with restrictions and fun. Fi- yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. You're again. It's all about trying to curry a little favor there. And hey, remember me? I gave you all that money. You leave me alone here, right? <laughs> Break time here on the program. Nicole aikens Boy joins us at 12:05. Some more talk between now and then, and a giveaway. Rhino would do stay with us.
11: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. A year like no
13: other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering store wide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas, or take up to 12 months to pay interest-free with approved credit. DNS and s Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, in front of JCPenney
5: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi gaming revenues for August were strong, according to Jay McDaniel, the new executive director of the State Gaming Commission.
9: Even with the casinos closed for two days for the hurricane, they did over uh, 200 million statewide, which is a good monthly number. And then uh, the coast did 124 million in August, which is their best August in history.
5: McDaniel said statewide, we're currently around 1.8 billion in revenue. And a shooting suspect who was killed following the shooting death of a woman last week in Yazoo City reportedly robbed a bank the day before the murder. WLBT reports that Timothy Grayson walked Ford
7: Tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford.
0: Middays with Gerard Gibbert (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen On Super Talk Mississippi Let's go
1: September. Oh, that's very cold there. I might just feel it and get up and rip my mask off and <laughs> start dancing here on the set.
2: <laughs> you do have a bottle of water in front of you. <laughs>
1: exactly. Oh my gosh. Of course, the other hypocrisy is, you know, to get in and out of this country, I think you still have to be tested, right? Either vaccinated or tested. There's some restriction. There's something additional required to travel. I think it is being relaxed a little bit, but there's something going on when you move back and forth
2: uh, while
1: you're looking that up. Um,
2: But... Travelers who provide proof of full vaccination against the coronavirus before boarding a flight will be able to enter the United States.
1: There you go. Except illegal immigrants crossing the border. Come on in!
2: It ends an 18-month ban on travel from 33 countries, including members of the European Union, China, Iran, South Africa, Brazil, and India. I got you.
1: But not those folks down at the southern border that are just coming across.
2: No, now they're uh, worried about potential whips and horseback border patrol agents. Even though Saw the border that. patrol came out and said we don't carry whips, unbelievable reins, unbelievable from the
1: horse, idiots. I don't know how else to say it. I I don't even like using that word. I really don't. By the way, here in the studio, <laughs> the video of the San Fran mayor <laughs> yucking it up with her pals there just played. But when question about this sort of double standard, where those that are traveling American citizens or visitors with passports in and out crossing through, have got to show proof of vaccination. Rhino just read the rules there. Jen Psaki says, well, you know, those folks crossing the border, they're just here temporarily. <laughs> I kid you not. I wish I could find the video. I didn't have a—I didn't have a chance. I just caught the clip on the radio on the way in this morning. They're just here temporarily. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're just coming in what? To, uh,
2: well, the picture that's going around, <laughs> going viral of the border agent grabbing the guy by the shirt. <laughs> I saw that. He's from some Caribbean island. I believe Haiti, trying to cross the border from Mexico, got tired of waiting to cross the border, was on U.S. soil, crossed back across the Rio Grande to go to Mexico to pick up some food, and that's what he's got in the bags when he's getting chased by the border patrol.
1: (laughs) They're just here temporarily, just coming across. (laughs) What? To. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> buy a lottery ticket or something and then they're heading back right after that right no how can they say that with a straight face it's just mind boggling but i say again you scorn you scold you lecture you admonish but then you expect us just to ignore that it no wonder
2: well, they ignored the border until they got the juicy picture of the border agents grabbing a guy by his shirt. Unbelievable!
1: And that is just on fire, and they're not—they're not really paying attention to it, and they don't want to. And Saki was also asked about uh, the vice president Kamala. She says, "Oh yeah, she's all over working on it every day. Really." you sure? Or or is anybody buying that garbage? Just to show you, folks, how crazy things are in this woke society of ours. Apple, you know who those guys are, world's most valuable company. They just released...
2: Got invested in some sort of fruit company.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Forrest Gump. It worked out okay. We ain't worry about money How about that? <laughs> uh, worth $2.6 by the way, is Apple. Uh, they just released iOS. That would be the operating system for their devices, iOS 15, the iPhone, pads, et cetera. Um, a whole new slew of emojis. I know you're an old emoji guy, aren't you? You're in every that. once
2: in a while, yeah. <laughs> well, these like n- a do new, new exclamation point or something.
1: I got you. You like those kinds of emojis, right? Well, now, of course, there are emojis in there. I don't even know if I'd call them emojis. Not like the little smiley face emoji that doesn't is that just dressed up and configured and styled up to represent different. Emotions and messages and so forth. Well, now, you ready for this one? <laughs> a pregnant man. <laughs> I
2: kid you not. No, 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 That's a beer belly. <laughs>
1: That's a pregnant man because they said so.
2: We'll just reappropriate it.
1: <laughs>
2: we'll decolonize it.
1: And a man with a crown won the beauty contest.
2: Usually a man with a
1: crown Ragnant is called a, king man. Or a, prince. a king or a prince. I don't think this is meant to be a king or a prince. I'm fairly certain that it's not. And by the way, that particular, all those emojis, of course, are available in the different skin tones to make sure. It corresponds with the skin tone of your choice.
2: I just stick with Simpsons yellow. (laughs) It's good enough for the Simpsons. It's good enough for me. (laughs) It's a pregnant man. Now, how many times... I can guarantee you there are going to be more pregnant man emojis sent referring to beer bellies (laughs) than actual quote-unquote pregnant men. Didn't they make a comedy starring Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) about that back in the early '90s?
1: Uh, Pregnant man Uh, comedy.
2: Pretty sure Schwarzenegger was pregnant in a movie. (laughs)
1: Don't remember that. (laughs) Well, we shall call them out because we want Junior in
2: 1994. I don't remember that. Him and Danny DeVito.
1: They were ahead of their time. Way ahead of their time. They were woke and didn't know it. (laughs) The rest of us were sleeping. They were woke. It's a pregnant man, for God's sake. (laughs) And you know, you have to laugh because it's so insane. How many times on this program have we said we got no chance of uniting this country as long as we cannot agree? that there are only two biological genders. No chance. We can't establish that. We got no chance. I'm sticking by that, by the way. I I want to hear... I wish... <laughs> I wish Ducey or one of those reporters would ask Saki what she thinks about... or what the president thinks, right? Not her. The president. She speaks on his behalf about the pregnant man emoji... <laughs> I No, how about this? Does the President think that a man can get pregnant? That's a fair question, is it not?
2: I'm uncertain that the President is aware he, uh, <laughs> he's the Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces that killed civilians.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely true. And not only probably not aware, went to the beach a few days after. I don't think ever even addressed it. Now, General Woke Milley says it was righteous. Isn't that the way he described it? It was a righteous incident. What's righteous about that? But fear not, folks, because this over-the-horizon approach to combating terrorism, we're all over it. We got that. It didn't work out too well we killed innocent civilians by the way speaking innocent of children innocent children that's right you know up there in new york they got these real strict mask mandates requirements got to show proof of vaccination just to get entry to a restaurant guess who's getting negatively affected by that more than any other demographic Black folks, because they're the least vaccinated, even in New York City. Carmine's, a posh restaurant in the area. They had some altercations. Guess who came out and protested? We're going to talk about that when we come back. Stay with us.
3: i
17: dot net
14: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. As the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, or APHIS, tries to stop the spread of African swine fever from the Dominican Republic, the agency has temporarily suspended the movement of pork products from Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands to the U.S. mainland. USDA suspended the movement of all live swine, swine germplasm, swine products, and swine byproducts from Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands to the mainland in an effort to prevent the spread of the African swine fever. In a news release at the end of last week, USDA said it had issued the federal order as part of establishing an animal disease protection zone in Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. The order was given to allow USDA to establish sufficient mitigations against the ASF. Afs has taken this action out of an abundance of caution to further safeguard the U.S. swine herd and protect the interests and livelihoods of U.S. pork producers. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network.
17: Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is eight one one. By calling eight one one before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to nine one one. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing.
7: Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811.
11: Call 811
7: two days before you dig,
11: and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Typically, we here at Keep
17: Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you. But not today. Litter is on the rise in our state, and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org.
20: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Supertalk Jackson.
0: Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep
20: rolling. Three,
18: two,
0: one. On Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard and Rhino. <laughs> Jeff and Grenada says, Send the pregnancy man emoji when your buddy is a whiny, <laughs> whiny snot. <clears throat> Kindergarten cop. Yeah, that too was a uh, Schwarzenegger movie. That was really good, by the way.
2: What are you laughing at? That would That movie would be considered problematic nowadays he because the little it. boy talks about there are two genders and then talks about which genitalia both genders have. I think you're right about that, and that's
1: an eggplant and a peach emoji too. <laughs> that on the C-Spired text line. Speaking
2: of weird early 90s Schwarzenegger movies, did you see where they're going to make a sequel to Twins? The one where him and Danny DeVito (laughs) were twins?
1: Yeah, that was a good movie,
2: actually. Yeah, they're going to make a sequel where Tracy Morgan is their long-lost triplet. Oh, wow. That's kind of weird.
1: All right, folks, uh, we need to inform you at this point that today is the great Rhino's birthday. So, Bill Murray called in, wanted to wish him a happy birthday. Here you he go.
18: Thank you, thank you very much. Gosh, you're
10: a wonderful audience. See, where are you from? Chicago. Chicago. How many people in Las Vegas tonight are from Chicago? Can we hear from you?
6: God bless you. I really dig Chicago, one of my favorite towns. Really like it out there. See, I have some relatives in Chicago. I really should be
10: looking them up.
2: Well, if you're from Chicago, there's a very real chance you'll be singing this song tomorrow. Those raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank
18: you. That
2: doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red. Crying's not for me. Because I'm never going to stop the rain by complaining. Because I'm free.
18: (laughs) Nothing's worrying. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. I thought this one had Happy Birthday in it. It said it did, but I'm going to find it, Dead Gummit. We're going to play it. But uh, a happy birthday, my friend.
2: Thank you. It's actually funny that you picked Bill Murray, because it's his birthday, too. It is his birthday. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. I share a birthday with Bill Murray, with H.G. Wells, the author of War of the Worlds and all that fun stuff. I didn't know that. And Stephen King. <laughs> I didn't know that. And a bunch uh, of royalty from way back in the day. Yeah. Well. A couple sultans and princes and stuff. He, uh,
1: I mean, it's just so awesome. Uh, He was so good playing Nick the Lounge Singer. (laughs) That was funny back in those days. No politics and all this goofy social activism on the show. That was funny. They were funny. I looked forward to it every week and would just absolutely laugh my rear off. And he was one of the reasons. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, that whole crew, the original crew in particular. But uh, they don't do that anymore, do they? I just don't do it anymore. And it's a it's kind of a shame. It's now it's all this social activism. There you go. Oh, happy birthday. Happy
18: birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to Bill
1: Murray. See, it's Bill Murray. You're right. It's Bill the Murray. same dang day. That is pretty cool. Well, uh later we may play. <laughs> Take the whole show. Bill Murray sings Stairway to Heaven. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
2: To live life like Bill Murray.
1: Wow. What a guy. And love to play golf, of course. And always at the uh, the Pro-Am out there at Pebble Beach. Was just so awesome. But infamously hired
2: a a secretary or personal assistant who was hearing impaired. That's right. And uh, it was incredibly hard to get the phone number, and then you had to talk to someone who was hearing impaired over the phone, which proved to be more difficult than most were willing to do to get in touch with Bill Murray.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he's a good guy. He's just a good guy. And he's a great performer. I mean, he's just natural comic and just awesome. Of course, Caddyshack, unbelievable, right? Still enjoy it today. Someone, by the way, texted in, and I, I apologize, it scrolled back, uh, past, I want to say it was uh, one of our friends and Brandon, was it maybe, yeah, Brandon from Corinth, maybe wages are too low, I wanted to get to this, maybe wages are too low, that's why folks are on the sidelines. Well then, how are they eating? How, how are they surviving? The government. So you got private businesses competing with the government. We're going to take a break right here when we come back. Senator Nicole Aikens Boyd joins us. Stay with us.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your Tree Professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090.
15: News. I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden makes an appeal on climate change at the U.N. General Assembly.
0: Extreme weather events that we have seen in every part of the world, and you all know it and feel it, represent what the Secretary General has rightly called Code Red. For humanity
15: During his address, also defending the U.S. pullout from Afghanistan. Saying
0: the world is a different place today than
9: it was in 2001. So he's going to stop terrorists by going after their finances and hindering their travel plans instead.
15: Fox's Peter Ducey: the administration going after a cryptocurrency exchange, unveiling sanctions against it for its enabling payment. Matter to the staff at Capital Ortho, to schedule your same day appointment, call
19: 601-987-8200 or visit Capital.
4: The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm
5: Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On December 1st, the U.S. Supreme Court will hear oral arguments in the review of a Mississippi case that could
19: overturn Roe versus Wade. Both Attorney General Lynn Fitch and the state's lone abortion clinic have filed briefs with the court in the case that involves a 15-week abortion ban adopted by the Mississippi Legislature in 2018. The state requested the review from the nation's highest court after it was initially blocked and deemed unconstitutional. Fitch argues that individual states should be able to set their own abortion policies, while the clinic argues that the case is being used as a tool that invites states to ban abortion entirely. And the jackpots keep climbing. For tonight's Mississippi Match 5, it's up to an
5: estimated 55 grand. For Mega Millions, tonight's drawing is worth an estimated 432 million. And there was no big Powerball winner last night, so tomorrow night's estimated jackpot is now 490 million. I'm Andy Davis.
13: Don't text and drive and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau
6: Federation. Enlist D 3 soybeans from NK Seeds are stacked and stocked for the 2021 season. So you can plan on the triple stacked herbicide tolerance and high performing genetics you need for a successful season. Contact your local NK retailer to lock in your seed or visit nkseeds.com slash Enlist D 3 Enlist D 3 soybean technology is jointly developed with Dow AgroSciences LLC and MS Technologies LLC. Enlist D 3 is a trademark of Dow AgroSciences LLC.
2: I'll take predictability, where I can get it.
15: With their CropWise Seed Selector, NK Seeds combines local knowledge and local data to show me where their seed fits.
19: And even where it doesn't. Because out here, predictability is hard to come by. And success matters. See local yield results at nkseeds.com slash harvest.
5: In late August, the IHL Board of Trustees voted against mandating vaccines at Mississippi's public universities. Last Friday, the board clarified that a newly adopted policy directs each of the universities to refrain from mandating vaccines as a condition of enrollment or employment. An exemption was made for clinical settings, such as the University of Mississippi Medical Center. And the sign said free car, and the keys were left inside. Two men in Byram decided to take advantage of the offer. But when they drove the car to Capaya County, they discovered why it was free. A man's unclothed body was found in the trunk. The victim has been identified as 34-year-old Anthony McCrillis. An autopsy will determine a cause of death. Philadelphia native and country music artist Hardy will headline this year's Bulldog Bash in Starkville. He'll take the stage at 930 on November 5th, downtown, admission is free. I'm Andy Davis.
16: Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade, Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late-night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival.
11: To all the folks in the Capital City metro What's area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 equity, till 9, Gallo Show. Passion, we'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. My
15: commitment to
16: equity gives every student Welcome a strong start. My compassion brings deeply and, and
12: friendship and to and neighbors beyond and beyond. My determination posturing. protects parks and my community. Hey, every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to, talk, to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov.
1: Afternoon on middays with Gerard Gibbert in the studio. Uh, my good friend, the birthday is celebrating a rhino uh, at the controls. You're off Thursday and Friday,
2: right? I am taking some days off.
18: Yeah,
1: well, much deserved. Uh, and congrats on another trip around the old sun. Thank they you. say, yeah, that's big deal. And I've enjoyed working with you. By the way, I hope you have the same. We're having fun. Yeah, we're having some fun and. And uh, and so it's uh, it's been quite the ride so far. Appreciate it. Really do. Especially when I'm on those remotes, keeping me straight. Whew, that's hard. Just try to keep it between the ditches. I know. We appreciate that. Joining us now in the studio, Senator Nicole Akins boyd She represents Lafayette and Panola counties up there around Oxford, Batesville, and so forth. And uh, you also, you chair the Senate Universities and Colleges Committee.
21: I'm the vice chair. The
1: vice chair, I'm sorry. Vice chair. Yeah, well, that's still important, of course, and high ranking. But you're in the area because you guys have been conducting some insurance hearings with a special focus on telemedicine and how that might uh, be affecting our laws and in particular our insurance regulations and so forth? Is That's that right? right. Yeah. So
21: yesterday we held um, hearings on the wind yesterday play, yeah. we held the hearings on the wind pool okay. that um, really affects our coastal counties and then today we have been delving into telemedicine again. Okay. And so we had um, a bill this year and we had um, it passed the Senate twice, kind of in a version that we had. and We held hearings on it um, during January, um, really looking at telemedicine, um, one of the things that if there has been a silver lining in this pandemic, it has been the expansion of telemedicine. Yeah. And so when you look at health care dollars spent only, and this is something that came out in the hearing again this morning, I think it's kind of a startling statistic, is only 5% of the health care dollars are spent in primary care.
3: Hmm.
21: And so one of the things that telemedicine does, it accelerates primary care. It makes it and it makes it much more accessible to um, this whole state, Yeah. Um. you know, so that's one of the things that's really important to us. We know we have a physician shortage in the state. And so being able to do telemedicine really provides the opportunity to get to all parts of the state. And so that's kind of exciting, um, you know, one of this another that was brought out is we're using and expanding telemedicine to specialty care as well and so what Only 53 of 82 counties have um, a 40-minute drive to any specialist in the state. Wow. So that's a lot of counties that we see not covered. And so we saw an expansion of telemedicine greatly um, during this time. And so we had a number of people testify. We had the um, American Academy of Family Physicians. We had Teladoc, which is the largest national telemedicine company, come testify. We had Dr. Alan Jones from UMC. And UMC is, um, a lot of people don't know, it is one of two nationally recognized centers of excellence on telemedicine. And as Dr. Jones said, not only do they do it, but they study it and the efficacy of it. So it's great to have that amazing resource here in the state. So when telemedicine came about, um, During this pandemic, they expanded the bulletin and to require um, coverage for telemedicine visits, um, where maybe there haven't you know been provider pay for that. And so um, we looked at a bill this past year um, that would really you know put that really codify what the bulletin had in place, so that we can make sure there's some reimbursement for that. And um, so we um, gotten we that bill made it. through the Senate twice, um, and then we got to conference, and we weren't able to agree with the House in conference. So this time, we're having hearings with the House. It's the House and the Senate Insurance Committees together. Hmm. And so hopefully, we can avoid that um, process in the future, and we can kind of – all hearing the same information – hopefully, we can get on the page a little bit better.
1: Well, are you sensing that uh, the providers, which I think were already on board, or certainly the adoption has accelerated, as you indicated, uh, as a result of the pandemic. I think they're seeing the value big time. But what about the carriers? I mean, that's always been the sticking point, is the the insurers have had some some heartburn over this.
21: They have. And we even last year, we invited them to testify. And they did not choose to testify last year. Mm There have been no outreach from them that they wanted to testify this year. Um, and you. if you look at long-term studies, what we're hoping is, and they, many of their representatives were there today, is um, you're saving health care dollars. Sure. So for the insurers, looking at this as primary care, we're hoping they're going to get to the table. Um, one of the statistics that was thrown out today is the VA has really adopted telemedicine. System-wide, they've saved a billion dollars a year. Yep. It's amounted to about $6,500 a patient. So we're hoping that our insurance companies can see the cost savings for them in making sure that, um, that people get to those primary care providers.
18: Yeah.
21: Um, you know, one of the areas that has really exploded during the pandemic is um, our psychiatrist and where they see and so we had one psychiatrist testify this morning and he kind of gave a um, breakdown of kind of the patient population he manages a large group and anyway um, ten percent of those visits are in person eighty uh, percent hmm. of those are audio visual telemedicine visits hmm. and then he has another ten percent because of where people are located across the state um, are just interactive audio only so they're not audio visit they don't have broadband there's economic issues or whatever yeah. Yeah. so um and for him he really brought out the fact this morning that Uh, telemedicine has um, actually increased their patient base because people are no longer having to kind of deal with those social stigmas of going into the psychiatrist's office. It's also allowed them to be more on demand. And we know as the world we're going more and more to we want instant. And so it has been able, though, to really help them you know, really manage a crisis as it's happening. Um, he brought out a situation um, talking with a family who has um, have an adult with autism, 18 years old. And, um, you know, that's something near and dear to my heart because I have a child with autism. And so he talked about, you know, is really opened the, um, their ability to be able to have a visit within the home so they can actually see what's going on to the home as they can see it themselves. They don't have to have a family related and they can really give you know a better uh, treatment plan yeah and so i think you know there's a lot of things that have come out of this that are good and this is one of them in the pandemic so i think now that we know that these options are available i think you're going to see it expand more and more and also too they a number of the physicians brought out the point that they are able to send devices to um, you know um, instead of thinking that the patient's really depressed they've sent um, a sleep apnea device to him and they found out the patient had severe sleep apnea so that was what needed to be addressed in the patient um, first and foremost before any type of depression was we needed them to, to get a good night's sleep
1: yeah no question
21: so I mean so there's a lot of things that have been brought out to this you know the details um, we're having some you know there's some groups saying well we only need we need an inpatient visit first other people are saying well you can it depends on the So those are things we're going to have to work out and, um, you know, try to see where we can work out without. But, um, you know, there's other – and particularly looking at the specialties, you know. So for – Um, Psychiatry, as they were pointing out, they can you know they don't have to have an inpatient first. You know, inpatient is always optimal. You know, for everyone, but can we accomplish what we need to accomplish and still offer these patients a a strong standard of care? Kept being brought out over and over again.
1: You know, and and it's it's great uh, information there, Senator. Appreciate that, but the. this push to, to light up the, the rural areas of our state with broadband, which I, I think has been widely supported in the legislature, of course, and lots of money has been poured into that and saw the Lieutenant Governor give a little update on that last week at, at a Madison County uh, function. Madison County Business League I serve on the board over there. But you, you think about uh, perhaps one of the best returns we could get on that investment would be to leverage telemedicine and telehealth in order to keep our population, uh, especially in the rural areas where they're so far away from specialty care, uh, for sure, to keep them healthy. But that has major and broad economic implications as well.
21: Absolutely. Uh, the statistics this morning on what that you saved not what patients save yeah. is absolutely astro- not. They yes. did have it broken down for Mississippi because they they save time off work. Yep. They save travel time, and so the statistics nationwide of what that's been able to do for patients, saving their unbelievable. You know, it's just unbelievable. You so, can stick
1: around with us? stick yeah. around. We'll talk some more when we Thanks. come back. Senator Nicole Akins Boyd is our guest. Stay with us, folks.
11: I wish there was a
19: place where we could sample wines before we buy.
15: There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the
10: glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie.
4: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
15: Better,
11: faster. Gallow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, six nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Middays with Gerard. Garrett. What? What? This
0: yes. is yeah. so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. No.
1: We're back here on middays, night, it is Rhino's birthday. In case you haven't heard, we have wished him a happy birthday, and I'm gonna find Bill Murray's Nick the Lounge Singer <laughs> version of that. <laughs> we gotta find that one and tee it up. Senator Nicole Akins Boyd is our guest here in the studio. We were just talking about the uh, Insurance Committee hearings. And in particular, a, a, a focus on uh, telemedicine, telehealth. And I think it's fair to say, Senator, a couple of years ago, you probably wouldn't have had a hearing even to discuss this.
21: I think that we would have said, you know, that's. I think we would have looked at it as a little bit of voodoo medicine. Yeah. And we would have assumed that you could not get the same standard of care. Um, in you know, own telemedicine that you can get in an office visit, but technology has advanced so yes. much. And as we were talking earlier, um, and we heard in our education committee um, hearings last week, um, the pandemic has accelerated no um, our technology use, um, you know, five to ten years, you know, at a minimum. And so things that we didn't do, couldn't do, or whatever, we now see is completely possible. Yeah. Um, so, and I think it's important for this state, particularly this state, when we're so, have so many needs when it comes to health care access, yep. that we use all the tools in the toolbox, as, as people say. So, totally agree. Yeah. So this is just one more thing that we can do that enables Mississippians to have healthcare access.
1: Yeah, and the idea, the concept is, uh, instead of the patient uh, having to go travel to the doctor, this is the, tr- the doctor essentially going to them. It, right. it is electronic, and there are some limitations, but every day there are new applications that break through some of those limitations, uh, and that is good. There, there's there's a, a, um, uh, a situation that I share in presentations I do with respect to eyeglasses. Yeah. And and just uh, vision and vision care. And the number of folks that need vision care that just don't have access uh, to an ophthalmologist to, to seek uh, just a, a simple checkup to determine if they need some sort of visual aid. And now there's technology that allows you to do that on your phone. Literally, I mean, it goes through the same process that a physician would do in their office when they're flipping all the all the magnifiers back and forth, and it, it'll hone in on your eyes and determine exactly the prescription you need. Send that prescription to you, and you can go have the glasses made. I, as, that's an example.
21: Yeah, and I mean, and as someone who is legally blind without her contact zone and wore Coke bottle glasses, um, <laughs> which she was very early on, that's something that's incredibly important to me. I mean, nothing kind of breaks your heart worse that you go visit a classroom and you see the child yeah. that has the book so You close know they need it. And you know that they need um, that vision care. And I, so um, there's been some things passed in recent years where they're doing more. Um, Eye screenings in our schools early on, okay. and I think that's so vitally important. And so, uh, adding to this technology, yeah. where you can go to your local optometrist and say, "Hey, here's what this yeah. is," and get your eyeglasses. I think is we, we need to do whatever we can to increase that access.
1: Totally agree, and this and is
21: economical too.
1: It's exactly right. That's t- it totally so. So much could be saved with respect to health care that would uh, impact us all in a in a positive sense. In the way of preventative care, right? It's when it's when it goes to a point where, gosh, now we got to take some sort of corrective action, and that not only is expensive, but it usually makes for a, a likelihood of a worse health outcome. It's a lose-lose situation. Whereas this could this could uh, uh, ward off a lot of that. It's a win-win. So I, I'm glad to see the legislature here. Uh, taking that up, and hopefully we'll get some common sense legislation out of that that providers and carriers and lawmakers can all agree to.
21: We're looking. We're hope. we we'll hopeful. We're very hopeful that we're going to get something. You know, kind of working together. Um, you know, and we had education hearings last week. Yeah. And um, one of the things we were looking at in our education hearings is um, looking at the health insurance for. Um, School teachers Hmm. and looking at um, where we wind up um, in comparison um, with the other states, um, kind of in the southern region, and looking at the cost um, of their health care plan for their families if they have their families on their plan. Okay. So, um, and it's high.
18: Yeah. Um, It's very high.
21: Yes. So, we need to do whatever we can to um, really. you know, lower those costs, and telemedicine, I think, is definitely a way that we're going to be able to kind of help continuing to do that. So
1: I have opined for many years that uh, – so a lot of folks, when they focus on, well, how do we drive the cost down of health care and health insurance in particular, that's where most people uh, experience their health costs. And you hear all sorts of ideas about uh, selling insurance across state lines and all, all sorts of other adjustments. Uh, folks on the left would say, well, it was the CEOs of the insurance companies, they make too much money, which is, you know, a drop in the bucket. It's not even a drop in the drop in the drop of a bucket of the total health care cost. But the only way truly, I think, to address the rising cost of care is through technology. And and I don't mean just tele telemedicine and telehealth and electronic records and so forth. The, those are all part of that. But the advances in uh, health care that are being driven by novel technology are incredible, and especially if we can prevent disease. If there are uses of technology that can prevent disease and expensive Bad outcomes,
21: and we had health Healthcare System, which most people think is a Louisiana-only company, yeah. and that's not. Um, we know that they have um, partnered now with a number of hospitals in South Mississippi, and yeah. I think scheduled to um, partner now with Meridian, and um, their physician um, had a. You know, telemedicine went through um, it, even ER visits. Yeah. You know, those things that they can do on the um, front end that will continue to reduce cost because what we know is primary care reduces good primary no care, reduces long term medical cost. And that's what we've got to make sure that we are continuously increasing in mississippi is good primary care
1: totally agree all right so with respect to your vice chair of the senate universities and colleges committee what what are some of your uh priorities there legislatively speaking
21: um i think we'll continue to um look at the efficiencies of you know what we're doing we also the schools the response to covid um, dollars got, came in. How they spent those dollars, yeah. and um, we're kind of in a you know a unique time with COVID with universities and colleges. Yeah. So we need to continue to look at that. Um, dual credit will continuously be um, an issue that we want to make sure that we have. Um, it's it's a good thing for our Mississippi students, and we want to make sure um, some of our community colleges have kind of. Um, Uh, Not been made whole in that process, so I think that's something we're going to continuously look at, is making sure that they're made whole in the process, Um, and um, we're going to continue, you know, look at efficiencies and look what we can do to make the system better as a whole. Um, I'm a member of the um, the it's a it's a joint committee of the House and the Senate, and we go look at the properties hmm. around the state, and we spent the summer kind of looking at that. They didn't do it last year because of COVID, mm-hmm. um, you know, in person, and yeah. so we go and look at and what their needs are, and so um, that's really helpful um, when you go back and look at this, because you can, you've can you seen it yeah. firsthand, yeah. So and we see how they're growing and, um, you know, what their real needs are around the state. Yeah. So,
1: You know, we've got fantastic universities, we've got fantastic community colleges, we're blessed in that respect here in the state of Mississippi, and uh, they're turning out some incredible talent. The problem is they all leave, Um, and and I know you're aligned with me on this this view that when when we start keeping them here, we we'll really see our economy take off.
21: I think so, Um, and it's kind of interesting you said that. I'm going to actually be doing some focus groups, just me personally. Yeah. Um, and um, I've got some young people because um, young professionals that are going to leave the state, and I want to know what are all their reasons for leaving the state. Good. And um, so I. Um, it's it's something I'm just going to do on a personal level Good. Um, because I, I think that we're overlooking some things that we might need to have conversations about. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, so I'm going to hear it from them. Yeah,
1: I think that's great. Uh, I think we sit back in our ivory towers and say, well, it's cause this, that, and the other. Well, we need to go talk to the people that are leaving. What what are you leaving for?
21: Yeah, and a lot of them will say it's jobs. Some of them that I hope that we can attract back. Um, I think you know it's very attractive to say you want to go to a big metropolitan city. Sure. Um, what I also want to see too is what we do to get them back. And I'm in a community where we see a lot of those people coming back. Yeah. And I think one of the things that they're coming back for is um, I'm in I'm fortunate I represent um, you know, three top notch school districts um, that are doing really, really well. Yeah. And we see families, you know, coming back from Virginia, California. Um, all over that are coming to our area because we have good quality public no education. Question. So, you know, what are those things that we can start getting them back to? Yeah,
1: that, that is awesome. Well, I applaud you for that. I mean, because that, getting that first-hand information and digging right to the core and, and consuming that, analyzing, processing it, and then taking action, that's the way you got to get it done, not just sitting in the capital, as you know, and just, you know, oh, I heard this, that, and the other. So. Good job. Appreciate that. Thank Senator, you, Senator. Thanks much. for having me. And happy on.
21: birthday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we will come right back here on midday. Stay with us.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 70% chance of rain, low around 64. Your Wednesday, sunny skies and cooler, high near 78. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 55. And Thursday, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high to 77. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
19: Gulf Seafood
4: Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407.
8: If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully.
5: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On December 1st, the U.S. Supreme Court will hear oral arguments in the review of a Mississippi case that could
19: overturn Roe v. Wade. Both Attorney General Lynn Fitch and the state's lone abortion clinic have filed briefs with the court in the case that involves a 15-week abortion ban adopted by the Mississippi Legislature in 2018. The state requested the review from the nation's highest court after it was initially blocked and deemed unconstitutional. Fitch argues that individual states should be able to set their own abortion policies, while the clinic argues that the case is being used as a tool that invites states to ban abortion entirely. And the jackpots keep climbing. For tonight's Mississippi Match 5, it's up to
5: an estimated fifty-five grand. For Mega Millions, tonight's drawing is worth an estimated $432 million. And there was no big Powerball winner last night, so tomorrow night's estimated jackpot is now $490 million. I'm Andy Davis.
17: When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority. From CSpire, our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services—you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. C Spire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit cspire.com/business. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take. part in securing their communities, our office has created a C Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888 4Safe MS or 601 933 7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov.
0: Morning, It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk, Mississippi. <laughs> yeah.
18: Yeah.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Midday's here on Super Talk Mississippi. Regarding the pregnant man emoji, uh, John in Ridgeland wants to know how did the woman get him pregnant. That's over my head, there, John. I'm not a medical doctor. I can't. Uh... We
2: do have an example of it up on the uh, Midday's with Gerard Gilbert Facebook page, and we just asked the question. Do you see a pregnant man or a beer belly emoji? There you go. Well, you ain't
1: woke if you don't see a pregnant man. I just gotta tell you, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, why do we spend time on stuff like that? Who who are we pandering to?
2: A tiny sliver of a sliver of a sliver of a population.
1: Maybe. It's crazy. Totally crazy. So, earlier, I had uh, noted that there was a bit of a scuffle at uh, Carmine's, which is a very popular eatery up there in New York. And some folks got a little put out when... The hostess asked them to present their proof of vaccination. I believe in, if I'm not mistaken, in New York City, if you don't do that, you, as the restaurateur, are fined. You pay a fine. So they did, and some folks got peeved, and they kind of shoved each other and uh, got a little chatty, shall we say. Uh, And they finally left, but guess who came back to protest? Actually, they're just planning it. They confirmed that they will protest. That would be Black Lives Matter, BLM, because these prospective patrons that failed to produce their proof of vaccination, and therefore were not allowed in the restaurant, happen to be black folks so this is racist and BLM is all over it now they're gonna go they're gonna go protest um, at the site of the restaurant I believe this the shame of this is my guess is the restaurant doesn't want to do this in fact most of them have said this is crazy this is hurting our business let people just choose to take care of themselves without all these goofy restrictions and rules. But by the way, three women were given tickets for assault and then later released by the New York Police Department. That in the little dust up that occurred at Carmine's. Uh, but so you see how liberal and, and Democrat. Policy and philosophy. They're, they're, it's so embedded with conflicts like this. It's like, well, we got to test the people coming in the country or leaving, but not at the border. It, clear-eyed people see that as a double standard. It's a conflict. It's. It's the mayor of San Francisco, well, I just got carried away, I was having fun, drinking and carrying on, I wasn't worried about my mask. And then the next day she's at the podium saying, you got to wear your mask. It, this conflict, this contention that exists, that's because when you invade and infringe on human nature and freedom, you end up with conflicts. It just happens. So the best thing to do is bug out. So now the same group you know who supported these Democrats and does support these Democrats across the board, now they're coming forward and saying, way, you went too far here. So then what do they do? It's a conflict. It's a conundrum. How do they figure that out? I'm not sure they do. I don't know how they reconcile it. By the way, we got us a little giveaway. You want to do
2: that? Oh, yeah, we can do that. We got concerts back in the Magnolia State, and on October 6th, legendary rock group The Beach Boys are going to be at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But if you're suffering from the disease mufunzolo. You can still win a pair of tickets for free. All you got to do is text in the keyword to the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Be the 17th person to text in with the word SURFIN. And you'll win a pair of tickets to see the Beach Boys on October 6th at the Brandon Amphitheater. Also be listening to the show the rest of the week for more chances to win tickets to see the Beach Boys.
1: By the way, you got lots of fans here on the C Spire text line wishing you a happy birthday. Sharon and Brandon, uh, Nina and Grenada, Billy and Manti, Amanda from Pike County, Nancy and Brandon, Gary and the gang. I hope I get to all of them. JoJo and Bentonia. uh, On and on. Andy and Jackson, Debbie and Hattiesburg, etc. So appreciate that. Everybody texting in. Let's see. Rhino didn't get days off. He goes to anger management counseling or whatever JT would call it.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Racine, Wisconsin, with Guru Saj.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Corner yeah. office won't even pay for me to get up there. I have to ride the train <laughs> like a hobo.
1: <laughs> oh me, that is uh, that is funny. So on the economic front. You probably saw the market took a little tumble yesterday because of the prospect of a Chinese real estate development and property management company called Evergrande. There's some question as to whether or not they can make their $83 million interest payment, which is due this Thursday. And that sent shockwaves across the market. It fell. Uh, Just under 700 points. I think the NASDAQ was down 300 or so yesterday. S&P down as well. Some degree of recovery last time I checked, though I haven't checked it uh, since we've been on the air. Let's kind of see what's going on here. Yeah, A little recovery, but it's a tepid one. It uh, looks like the Dow's up just all of forty points. points. Yeah, it it it. One time, I think futures were up over three hundred or around three hundred. So it is certainly off of that high. But here's here's the thing that that bugs me. Uh, there are a lot of people say, "Well, no, this is just a correction. This was bound to happen. Pay no attention to Joe Biden's economic policies. They're not a factor here." That's what the Some of the liberals out there that uh, peruse my social media accounts said when I posted something that that, uh, I guess called attention to this. So here's my concern. We've got an economy that is now eh, starting to flounder a little bit. Retail sales were pretty decent, job creation so-so, inflation way higher than expected. By the way, FedEx announced this morning they're going up yet again in January 22 on the cost of shipping. So you've got that going on. So you've got um, all these kind of headwinds. You've got some guidance coming out from corporate CEOs that is not as positive as it was thought to be. You're still fighting this Delta variant. Just lots of different headwinds going on. The Fed says it's considering tapering, which means it will stop some of its bond-buying program. Uh, A lot of different things at play, and nonetheless, the Democrats continue to press forward with their intention to pass the largest tax increase in the history of our country. And this is just misguided and moronic, honestly. Uh, totally, uh, in that raising taxes on corporations and even the well to do Americans is not going to be stimulative. It's going to be just the opposite in a time when probably going to need that. So here's the deal if the Chinese Communist Party does not bail out Evergrande, most analysts predict a recession in China. A recession. A recession in China? would have global repercussions. It would affect this country dramatically. And I'm talking about jobs and wages and GDP, economic output and activity. I don't think Joe Biden and company remotely understand the inner workings of that and the connections of all those issues. We'll step aside. I think we got a winner. We're going to come back with a final segment here on Middays right after this.
21: For the
5: highest quality comprehensive eye care for your entire family, you need to visit Optical 2000, Dr. Bobby C. Pankey and Associates in Clinton, Richland, and Flora. All three locations offer eye health and eye care examinations, as well as treatment for eye disease. And we have a wide array of the latest frames and sunglasses from your favorite designers. Most major insurance accepted. Click to call a clinic near you at optical-2000.com. Optical 2000, Dr. Bobby C. Pankey and Associates in Clinton, Richland, and open Wednesdays in Flora.
17: Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do.
16: Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late-night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion.
15: Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives
16: every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship
6: to neighbors in need.
12: My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Beatles. There you go. It's your birthday. By the way, John in Hardeman, Tennessee says, No more sensitivity training for Rhino. I'm about as sensitive as I'm going to get. <laughs> Jimmy Jackson Insurance wants you to have a happy birthday. Uh, Keith and Vaden. Jim and Hernando. Let's see. You got sick. Chris and Tupelo. Bobby and Batesville. Lots of friends. Thomas and Greenwood. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We got more. I just wanted to get them all through. I know you're looking at all of them. You should be. Right? Oh, yeah. That's really nice. Appreciate that, folks. I
2: do. I appreciate all
1: y'all. Randy in Starkville asks, Why doesn't the BLM protest City Hall instead of the restaurant? It's a great question. And I don't know because they're going after the wrong folks here. This is the wrong party. I agree with you on that, Rain. I thought the same thing when I saw this uh, this article this morning about them planning to protest. I saw the same thing. And uh, think I, I too think that they're misguided in where they will be protesting. It's, it's restaurants has to do that or else they get fined. By the way, Hawk Newsom, who's a prominent Black Lives Matter activist in New York, he writes on his Twitter and Instagram account that the group will be outside Carmine's restaurant on Monday at 5 p.m. He says restaurants are using vaccine mandates to enforce their racist beliefs in excluding black patrons. Uh wrong 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 there Mr Newsom the restaurant is the restaurants are not using vaccine mandates your mayor is whom I'm sure you voted for he's a communist that being Bill de Blasio he's who you should direct your anger at he is the racist in the room here not the restaurants I guarantee you they want to sit you and serve you and take your money in exchange. I, you know, that's what I used to tell folks here. I, I, I like green. I don't care where it comes from.
2: Well, there is one other part of the story that doesn't seem to be reported as much about the whole kerfuffle What's that? at the car mines. They provided vaccination cards when asked, but the hostess believe them to be fake.
1: Ah, okay. Therefore racist,
2: which led to the dispute.
1: Okay. I didn't know that that uh, little nuance.
2: But It's not very well reported on because it it's not if it bleeds it leads. You know, you nuance and context aren't very popular in no, today's news cycle. Like they're
1: that. not, but you got to feel for the hostess. I mean, so they she's probably been through some sort of rudimentary training on how to detect, just like they are currency, how to detect uh, a, a fake one. Now remember, Chuck Schumer, senator from New York, Senate Majority Leader just last week, said that fake vaccine cards, vaccination cards, coming up through Mexico were a bigger threat Then the illegals coming across the border. Those fake vaccination cards, they're going to kill us. Oh, don't test the illegals for COVID. Don't require them to... The hypocrisy just drives me nuts. So, maybe here the hostess is heeding the warning from the good senator, Chuckie Schumer there. That's and then
2: also up around that neck of the woods, not New York, but in Vermont, you had three state troopers that are being investigated for distribution of fake food. There you cards. go.
1: <laughs> it just never ends. You've opened up a can of worms, government. You, you know.
2: Ball and Meridian does have a good point. As a restaurant, if you're shown a card, why would you even care?
1: I don't know. I agree with you. Maybe, you know, for all we know, though, Paul, you're, you're, you're right, I agree. There may be some situation where some government agency comes back and says, I saw these three people, they went in your restaurant, they showed you the cards, we found them to be fake, you're fine. I mean, literally that kind of junk could happen. I wish it were that simple, and you're, you're right, Paul, in that respect. By the way, Derek in Greenwood, Michael in New Albany, Bo in uh, Indianola, John from yeah. Vance, Mike, and Richton—they all pass on their happy birthday wishes as well. There, Rhino, I Appreciate hope you that. have a good and a blessed one, and we'll be back at it tomorrow, right here in the Super Talk Studios for middays. Stay safe and God bless everyone.
8: You courtesy.